We live life through stories. Stories for mere information. Stories for learning. Stories for building cultures. Stories for painting the future. Stories for creating the future. Our lives are a culmination of stories, one after the other. You and I are who or what we are today because of stories we chose to believe or stories we created or stories we are creating. Welcome to Storytelling for Parenting, a podcast channel by Aras Matches, a faith-based parenting community. On this podcast, we will tell stories, stories that aid our parenting journeys. We will listen to stories from those who have gone ahead or gone a distance in the journey of parenting or raising children. We will learn how to pass values and wisdom for life to our children through stories. It's going to be rich and impactful every time you join us. Welcome again. My name is Joy Akinwomi, your chief storyteller. So you know what we begin to do as human beings sometimes? We begin to reshape 
and readjust our dreams and our goals. We begin to rationalize reasons for not achieving what we initially set out to do, especially when these things, when these goals, when these aims and objectives seem too big or when they are not common occurrences within our circles. That's another story for another time. The thing that is really worrying though is that we bestow that fear on the people closest to us. We often project that fear on the people closest to us. As we trim down our dreams, our dear ones become influenced by this behavior and mindset because we contribute to helping them reduce the size of their own dreams and aspirations as well. Now children, children dream big. That's how they come. They come to us as big dreamers and there is no limitation in their minds. God did not create any one of us with limitations in our minds. Everything that God gave us or has given us is meant to grow. Everything that we have been given by God is meant to grow. Our minds are meant to grow. Our brains are meant to grow. Our relationships were meant to grow. But you see, the minute we arrive on earth, we are now taught the language of limitation and are exposed to restriction in different ways. Think about a child who has no fear of anything or no sense of fear or awareness of fear and um, a little toddler who just walks around and just thinks, oh, I'm taking a walk and wants to walk into the road. But all of a sudden, the parent pulls him back. Oh, no, come back, come back. You know, you shouldn't be there. Or a little child who um, is trying to climb and you're wondering, this child does not know this child. He's going to fall down. So you see, we begin to teach or learn the language of limitation and are exposed to restriction. Don't get me wrong. There is some protection in limiting certain things to certain stages of development in life. But sometimes we end up constricting the most important parts of our lives and then we eventually influence our children to do the same because we all learn to live in the world by observation. Most of our actions and decisions are informed by what we observed in our homes as children as well as things that we have observed within our associations with different people. I'll tell you a true story. About 15 years ago now, it was lunchtime at my place of work and I went down to get something to eat from the company's restaurant. On my way back, I stopped to say hello to one of the company's front desk officers, a middle-aged woman, and I'll call her Madam Susan. So as we spoke about the day and our workload, a shiny black Land Rover slid into one of the visitors' parking bays. Never mind um, what it looked like 12 years ago. So I looked towards the car and I said, oh, that's a lovely car. Well, that comment was not well received by Madame Susan. She quickly retorted, don't admire such cars, oh. You don't know the bad things the, that man did to get the car. I was astounded. What had my admiration for a car 
had to do with the bad things someone else had done or the things someone else didn't do. Now, Madam Susan had grown up children at the time. They were about, I think, um, teenagers. Some of them were teenagers and coming out of those teenage years into um, adulthood. And I wondered what kind of advice she would have offered on things like owning big businesses, on things like owning dream homes, on things like traveling abroad or going on holidays or attending the best universities. You know, she did not know this man who drove this car in at all. She had no idea who he was, but she had concluded within minutes that he was a bad person because of the kind of car he drove. So she had associated people who drive big cars or associated big cars and flashy cars and things with, um, with dishonesty, if you like. I could not get over it. And this is why I still remember that conversation till date. You see, we need to be the right kind of model for our children. I wonder what Madam Susan's 19-year-old son would have thought about um, her own ideas about living your dream life. Maybe she didn't even have a dream life. Or, you know, maybe there was some there was nothing she aspired to. Or maybe sometime in her life she had um, dreamt so big and something had made it impossible for her to achieve those dreams or it had been taken away from or something might have happened and then she was projecting that fear on me and most likely would have projected that fear or that limiting belief on her children you and I need to be the right kind of models for our children we need to teach them not to settle for the for small things regardless of where they are you know we need to teach them to go for their dreams like I said before children are big dreamers find out what they want to be I know that what your child wants to be at five might as well change when they're 10 or when they're 15 you find the old children who are so certain about what they want to be right from when they're very little but most children tend to change what their interests are you know because they dream big I've had a little boy who I I was present in his life you know while whilst he was growing up who at the age of three wanted to become a policeman and ended up at the age of 12 wanted to become a millionaire but teach your children not to settle for the small things regardless of where they are fill your homes with hope with great aspiration fill your homes with a can-do attitude and actions to achieve those dreams one useful thing is to share your aspirations with your children and take them on a journey with you until you have achieved it let them see the effort that you put in share one or two of your pain points with them but you know what show them that you are not stopping until you reach your goal or until you see your dreams materialize sometimes certain things in life take longer than the others to 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 come to fruition but take your children on that journey let them see how you're getting on with it let them know the days, some of the days when you have bad days and the days when you're jumping because you've gotten a positive outcome from what you desire. You will never know how far this will go to help your children in life as they work towards different things until you share these things with them. And you will not know how far this will go to help them 
until you begin to see their achievements and then they say to you dad mom you inspired me you're my inspiration so don't settle don't stop what's that big dream you have in your mind that in your heart that has been tugging at your heart for a while what is that big dream that you that you thought about some years ago that engulfed your mind and engulfed your heart and got you thinking when you were sleeping got you thinking when you were walking you know made you excited what has happened to it have you put it aside is it now on the back burner are you settling if you're settling you are somehow projecting your beliefs your limiting beliefs for settling on your children so don't settle don't settle take your children on the journey with you go back to them go back to those dreams you've got life you can still go after them sit your children down and show them what it means to be tenacious enough to hold on to something and go for it in that moment what you're teaching them is tenacity what you're teaching them is resilience what you're teaching them is being determined what you're teaching them is having is, is showing them what a growth mindset looks like so this is my story to you today this is the story of settling and my question is are you settling would you settle i hope you've enjoyed my story this um, today and um, i hope you've been able to glean one or two things that are helpful for you on your parenting journey as you reflect you know on your own life and reflect on how you how you're impacting your own children with the way you do your own things or with the things that are happening in your own life and until i come back to you again with another story i hope you stay well and you stay blessed and i am your chief storyteller joy akimomi see you next time bye bye